Hello and welcome to another University of Minnesota Extension Swine Podcast. My name is Sarah Sheet Belke and I'm a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me today is Diane DeWitt, who is also a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Rather than a research update, today we're going to talk about a specific topic, and that topic is farm safety. So Diane, do you want to get us started as why we're deciding to do a podcast on farm safety? Well, you know, in September is when we see harvest starting and we see manure hauling and there are lots of chances for farmers to be out and about on the road. And September 20 through 26 is the beginning of uh, National Farm Safety and Health Week. Every year we recognize that. And this year the topic is the theme is every farmer counts. So with that in mind, we think this is probably a good time to review some of the most important safety issues facing swine producers. Great. And I don't know about you, but a lot of times when I think of farm safety or I hear people talk about farm safety, right away I think about big farm machinery that is often used with Um, crop production. But farm safety is equally important when working with livestock. Diane, do you want to talk a little bit about farm safety as we do work with our pigs? Well, you know, when we're working with pigs, we're working with a gregarious, very smart animal. And so uh, the the first thing to think about is how how we're handling them. And when you're handling live animals, there's different ways to handle uh, pigs of different sizes. But of, of course, when you're handling piglets, you've not only got uh, the screaming piglet to worry about, but you've got its alert mother as well. And so uh, as it's, it's important to remember when we're picking pigs up that we need to pick them up either by the rear leg or under the rib cage and handle them gently, not aggressively. And when we put them down, we want to make sure that they're they have at least two feet touching the floor before we let go of them. And then when we're, when we're working with um, nursery and finishing pigs, uh, we're working with animals that uh, have the opportunity to uh, run over our feet. And so having a steel-toed footwear is pretty critical. And, you know, you and I both teach uh, PQA Plus and TQA certification education for producers and through those materials we always advise that the number one choice for animal handling is the solid sorting panel and that makes sure that being both safe ourselves and we're also protecting the pig and then of course when we're uh, we're thinking about breeding operations uh, we've got large sexually mature animals that probably weigh more than we do we're working with and uh, even in a farm where there's artificial insemination taking place there's usually a boar present or a few boars present and so when producer or a farm team member is working with a boar they always need to make sure that they've got a sorting panel between them and and the boar because they're uh, you know they're a large animal that uh, sometimes is kind of uh, unexpected in his movements That's a really good point, um, especially as you talk about the sorting panel, because like you mentioned, yeah, especially those adult pigs, they are bigger and they weigh more than we do. And if they make a sudden move and we're not anticipating it, 
Yeah. They're like right there at like level. <laughs> and a lot of times when you talk to pig farmers, they talk about maybe having bad knees or have had knee surgery. I think that's yeah. because of that. So it's, it's really important to have that sorting panel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another safety topic that we think about when we're working with livestock is injections. And as we know, performing injections, whether it's vaccinations or treatment of pigs, we do have those needles with us in order to administer that medication. So it's important to talk about safety whenever we're working with those. Before I get started with that, though, I do want to point out a statistic that UMASH, our Upper Midwest Agriculture Safety and Health Organization, they look at different things. And one of the farm safety statistics that they recently shared was that over 80% of farm workers and 73% of swine veterinarians have accidentally stuck themselves with a needle oh. <laughs> while giving injections to livestock. Now, granted, most of this is accidental, which, you know, I can confess that I've accidentally processing piglets with my brother. Yeah, I've accidentally given him an injection of something. Now, he thinks it was on purpose, but it really was not on purpose. It just so happened he backed into me. And so you can see how easy that can happen. But even though I laugh about it and Diane, you're laughing <laughs> I hear yeah. about it, that can be a serious issue depending on what medication or vaccination is within that syringe and carried through that needle that a lot of times those injuries, they could be minor, but also we can have secondary results that happen such as skin infections, allergic reactions, or a wound that might need further cleaning and worst case scenario might need surgery to clean that wound out. So it is important that whenever we are administering medication or vaccinations by injection that we're using precaution um, in between injections, if possible, that we're putting the cap back on that needle. So if somebody's with us, they don't accidentally yeah. <laughs> bump into us and we accidentally give them an injection, which happened in my case several years ago. But as we yeah. talk about injections, I did mention earlier the Upper Midwest Ag Safety and Health Center, which is a university-run program that does collaborate with other entities, not only within the university, but other universities. But they've really been at the forefront of a needle stick injury by providing fact sheets as well as videos that folks can use on farms to not only educate themselves, but also anyone else that they have working with them in the barns, whether it's family members or hired help that they have. So those fact sheets are bilingual, meaning they've got both English as well as Spanish, and then also the video tutorials that they have as well are in both of those languages. In addition to the videos and fact sheets, they do also have posters that folks can hang in the barns as well. And those resources can be found on their webpage, which the URL for that is www 
U-M-A-S-H dot U-M-N dot E-D-U backslash needle stick hyphen prevention. So again, that was U-M-A-S-H dot U-M-N dot E-D-U backslash needle stick hyphen prevention. And that's where folks can find those fact sheets, videos, as well as posters as they relate to needle stick. And as you roam around their website, you'll find lots of other resources as well. They're a great resource. So not only is talking about injections important as we work with our pigs, but also the topic of zoonotic diseases. For anyone that doesn't know what zoonotic disease means, basically what it is, is it's a disease that can pass from animal to human or from human to animal. And we do have some zoonotic diseases that pigs can get that we can get as well. So that's why talking about zoonotic diseases is important whenever we're talking about farm safety as it relates to pigs. One very common zoonotic disease that, that is common to not only us as humans, but also to pigs is influenza. There are several different influenza viruses out there. And there are several of them that can be found in pigs as well as us as humans can also get them as well. So about this time of the year, you might start hearing about getting your influenza vaccine. And I know, for example, for myself, as I work in the pork industry, a lot of times along with that, I also hear, you know, do it for the herd or it's good for the herd to get your influenza vaccine. Kind of a play on words, but if you think about it, not only is it important for us as people to get our yearly influenza vaccine so that we can reduce our chances of getting whichever influenza is floating around during the flu season. But also, if we are working with pigs on a fairly regular basis, not only are we protecting ourselves, but we're also protecting the pigs as well. Because if, yep. if we do come down with influenza and we still go to work and do our daily job within the barn and not have somebody else do it for us, could potentially um, transfer that influenza from us to the pigs. Yes, that's right. So for folks that do work with pigs on a fairly regular basis, not only is that influenza vaccine highly suggested for the people, but it's also suggested to help protect the pigs as well. Another point to point out with that is in the event that you do become sick with influenza type symptoms and you do suspect that it might be influenza, it's good to take a sick leave from the barn, I guess, provided that you do have somebody else that's able to fill in and do that work for you. So if you have an employer, a lot of times they have a sick leave and it's specifically for this purpose so that you're not showing up in the barns and potentially spreading your illness to the pigs. So if folks would like to find out more information about influenza as it relates to zoonotic diseases, meaning from us to the pigs, 
you can visit our U.S. Center for Disease Control website, which is www.cdc.gov backslash flu backslash swine flu. And there you'll find more information about that. It's kind of amazing the, the, what a great resource that is. Uh, coming from the CDC, you don't normally think of it. I mean, I wouldn't normally think that there would be that much livestock information there, but they have really focused on swine flu, uh, particularly after the flu that came through in 2009. Was really, uh, it had quite a dramatic effect on humans. And so even though they called it swine flu, it was... Uh, influenza in people. Kind of to, um, as we bring our little discussion to a close today, the one thing that we're always thinking about and uh, safety around the pig farm is uh, manure handling. And uh, we especially think of it in the fall because that once the crops are harvested, the fields are, are bare and there's a little bit of time before the ground freezes and it actually starts to snow that producers can uh, get manure hauled. And so it, it's important to be aware as a, as a producer of the, the need for safety working around manure. When uh, manure pits are agitated so that all of the solids are, can be pumped out of the manure pits. And at the time of agitation, we get some naturally occurring gases that even though they're naturally occurring, they're, they pose serious safety risks. And methane, ammonia, and hydrogen sulfide are the three that I'm talking about. But if a human being is in the wrong place as they're being agitated, they, it can, they can be overcome by uh, these gases. And so when producers are pumping the pits, they need to make sure that the buildings are fully ventilated and that uh, there are some stop tags placed on the doors of the barn so that anybody coming up to the barn will be alerted that there's manure pumping happening. And we have these stop tags available there. You can, producers can obtain them at the Minnesota Pork Board. And if you call their 800 number, 1-800-537-7576, they will send some to you. Or uh, you and I, Sarah, have some stop tags available. And uh, if you get a hold of us at our email addresses, I'm at stouf002 at umn.edu. And Sarah is at schi0466 at umn.edu. Or if you Google search for us at UMN Swine, you can find our, our contact information. Get a hold of us and we can see that you get some stop tags that you can put on the doors as you're pumping manure. There's also more information about safe manure handling that can be found on the University of Minnesota Extension Manure Management website. And that is located at umn.edu. So, you know, as we think about safety, of course, we're focusing on September safety, but uh, safety on the hog farm is a year-round process, and not only just with machinery on the road, um, manure pumping and hauling machinery, but pig hauling trucks coming on and off the off of a country road as well, and uh, knowing how to work safely with swine and machinery and other caretakers can prevent loss or injury to uh, people and pigs.
Thanks, Diane. That was a really good kind of a, a summary wrap up saying that really farm safety is year long on yes. the pig farm as well as any other type of farm. Well, thank you for joining me in this podcast discussion. You're welcome. So with that, that will wrap up our podcast for today. I want to thank not only Diane for joining me today in this discussion on farm safety as it relates to the pork industry, but I'd also like to thank all of you for listening to this University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast. Again, this has been Sarah Sheik Belke and Diane DeWitt, both swine extension educators. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Extension Swine, please visit our swine-specific webpages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. And on those swine pages, you'll find connections to our other podcasts, as well as our blog and Facebook page. To further connect and learn about research being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com.